Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. It's the dudes. We are here, and we are still virtual, and we are not looking at each other. But I see you in my mind's eye, Nelson. Just, just I see you, and and I and I like what I see, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I, 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 can, at all. I think I can roughly picture you as well, more or less. Oh wow! When you say it to me, back to me, it sounds a little weird. Did it sound that weird when I said it about you? I mean, you. I feel like you were more flattering. Yeah, yeah, and I meant it. I mean, it was really weird. Yeah, yeah, still a little weird. Um, hey, uh, it's another deuce. It's another another couple of weeks have gone by. Um, they have lots. Of, it's we're in a limbo where things happen, but not at the rate of normal occurrences. So we were talking over kind of what we were going to talk about today, and we were coming up a little bit. It's a little bit hard to pick, isn't it? Yeah, it's you just don't do as much in in the off times now. It's still yeah. you know fairly fairly homebound type stuff. Nothing, not not a lot of events going on out there. Not a lot of things to go do or see necessarily. Well, one that we were going to point uh, talk about for a little bit um, was the twenty four hour film festival, which just yes. wrapped last weekend. Yeah, and that was uh, a hoot. It turned out to be a very, very good time. Um, half, I say. Hoot and a half. You you actually, uh, you read all the awards for the big award ceremony. I did. Yep. That was, that um, was fun. It was, it, was, it was a good time. It was good. Just, just sitting, like in the morning, sitting in, in the office. And since it was video, I had to dick around. So it was like a dark room with a couple of desk lamps kind of positioned to get so my, I was in light without like shadow. I did it one time and then it was like, man, half my face is in shadow. <laughs> and luckily there's another lamp. All right. And then just kind of, I think took like, I don't know, two or three passes at it, but it, it felt a little odd just reading a name and a, and a film title and a thing and then moving right along. Absolutely, but I think that it really ended up coming around really well. I We had 34 total entries between the 10-second shorts and the three-minute or less shorts, and uh, 12 awards, so we managed to give away all the awards, and everybody seemed to have a really good time. I have to say, um, it is definitely worth going back and at least watching the award show and then watching the winners of those, if not watching all of them, if you've got the time, mm-hmm. it only takes about an hour and a half to watch everything. Yeah, um, I was and about to I say, also we're taking that long to watch through everything. I'd say hour and a half tops. It feels like. Yeah, yeah, and there's some really good stuff in there. Um, I yeah. would recommend, however, that you watch the award show, if only for the celebrity cameos, which were amazing. Everybody I asked, really. When I say celebrity, I mean mostly my friends who said they would do it. But mm-hmm. uh, there's some amazing, amazing entries in there. Yeah. And there was even some, like, deuce representation with the Ed Parker Eats a Salad. He even, I think, he did a post on Facebook. He's like, I didn't know how to do credits, but here's the credits. And I think we, he listed us as producers. <laughs> it's true. Ed Parker's famous salad eating, which started mm-hmm. in an episode of Double Deuce Live a while yeah. back. Uh, I would, I'd say most live episodes have involved him eating a salad. And also... Since we he started eating salads. 
We also popped up on my friend Molly's, who's out in Connecticut, who used a little bit of a very old, I think like episode four or five or six or something, like took a little bit of audio and used it in a, as a phone call. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What was that for? Uh, it was the uh, the behind the scenes, the, the blooper reel for the Magic of Lawrence one. We pop up oh, in there. Oh, nice. That's hilarious. I didn't. I didn't catch that. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, but it was a. It was a good time. Um, our our very own. Um, our very own favorite commissioner Courtney Shipley gave some prizes from Wonder Fair, uh, including nice. some fantastic Lawrence mugs and some Ad Astra uh, banners, little little like banners that you hang on the wall, um, and nice. uh, and a couple of puzzles. Yeah. So those are all going out to the winners as soon as I can get my shit together and get them out of my garage and to the people who need them. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, I've been, I'm a, post-production is not my strong suit. I've been a little slow on the wrap-up. I mean, um, especially for something like that, that was a 24-hour deal, kind of, so it was a lot of stuff, probably over, like, a three-day period. And then after that, you're like, well, now I need now I need a nap. The, uh, the winner, I think... Um, Actually, an amazing film, uh, but also mm-hmm. a, an irritating win uh, for Comedy Mayor, uh, who doesn't a non-listener, so we can bag mm-hmm. on him all we want. Um, My comedy political your, rival. Your comedy political rival, uh, mm-hmm. the the comedy the current standing comedy mayor of Lawrence, yeah, uh, Jason Keezer, and also occasional guest. I guess he doesn't listen, yeah. but he does guest every once in a while. He's been, yeah, he's been on a bunch. Of these honestly i don't know how many i at one time i had like a running tally of how many times people had guested but i feel like that was like a hundred episodes ago so uh <laughs> and i don't know where I, where I put it so i would have to start from scratch <laughs> that seems like a job for like the next intern we get the new alan murin um when alan murin finally you know doffs his intern cap which i think he's He's done so in all but name, really. Yeah. But, uh, but he, I mean, once he does he's that, still on there, but at the same time, he's like he's like the intern emeritus. I think at this point, he's kind of he still has an office, but he doesn't have to do any work anymore. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, hey, speaking of, what I, mean, I love is that any notes, by the way, I need to get on the goddamn stick. You do, you do. There are a lot of downsides to coronavirus, but can I tell you the upside? Yeah. And that's a really terrible lead-in. Um, but, <laughs> it wasn't amazing, but you know. Yeah, yeah. But here's here's the the one upside is that because of it, like the winners of uh, all of the Best of Lords awards have been pushed back to like September now, which means we are still technically heavily competitive for the number one top podcast Best of Lords podcast award. And nice. Here, otherwise, I'm just assuming we're number one. So uh, I mean, I, my... I feel like the odds are that we aren't, but at the same time, you never know. I didn't necessarily think that we'd pop up in the top five, so I'm I'm well, assuming we little... I'm assuming we finished fifth, but at the same time, maybe higher. I was a little uh, I was a little stunned on that one. I also think that you know, with, with the best of Lords, there's always that running like it's a little bit podcasts are a little bit uh, hard to. Like there are podcasts that are that are studio produced and they're back mm-hmm. to make money, and there are podcasts that like ours that are 
two dudes who are trying their best to get like Frank's North Star Tavern to re-sponsor us for more beer and failing miserably. Because yeah, no, so far we haven't been, I haven't had any luck getting anyone from Frank's to respond to our calls, uh, let alone sponsor us again. Oh man, I forgot. I I told you at one point I like signed on to this thing for like uh, we can get some sponsorship stuff just to like look at it, and I, I ended up applying for one thing that was for like I can't remember what it was. It was some kind of like it was like ball cream or something, and it seemed like we could do that. But I saw one that was like for a supernatural podcast, but it was like the wording for it was real broken Englishy, like space doctor style. And so part of me was like, I should probably sign up for this. Cause there's like stuff for it all the way through September. But at the same time, I don't know. We can maybe pull it off, but I don't know if we're opening a door, if we do it we're, like space doctor ball cream. Is that what you're trying to get us? No, the ball cream's got some. It's some supernat, some podcast about supernatural mysteries or something. I don't know. It, it wasn't entirely clear because it was hard to to make out what the words were in the in the thing. It was it was like it had been through Google Translate. So I was getting excited about the idea of sponsoring Space Doctor Ball Cream. Um, I, I thought, is I it mean, ball cream for Space Doctors, or is it Space Doctor recommended ball cream? It was just like, is it the mascot? I think these were there were human like genital balls in the in the initial ad thing that I that I sent in a uh, uh, an application for, but right. they didn't well, pick it, us. It makes sense with Space Force. There are going to be mm -hmm. more space doctors, and space doctors in space are going to have itchy balls. Mm -hmm. So why not get on that bandwagon now and start advertising? the podcast listeners who let's let's face it are generally a little bit nerdy no, no offense listeners but they may be the space doctors of the future and so get in there like you know like squarespace you know get in there with that ball cream early and often and so everybody's like oh yeah i know what brand i'll use space doctor ball cream yeah i mean you put the little spaceman with the little you know little red cross on him like floating right. around doing stuff it it's right. i feel like you could appeal to the kids with him, yeah. he could be like a yeah. cool mascot. He could be like the, the this the the next generation's Joe Camel. And you have like seven of them, and they're like six of us agree. Mm -hmm. Our ball cream is the best, and the seventh one is like just floating out in space off his tether, mm -hmm. and, and he's screaming, but you can't hear him because in space no one can hear you scream. I mean, unless he's still on like he's still like mic'd up or like on comms, but maybe they could yeah. cut the comms off because he's screaming. He's like. He's like, cut his Bluetooth, cut his Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. uh, and, he's, and he's like, my ball's itch. Like, well, he oh. should have used the cream. Yep. Six he doesn't that happens to him, frankly. Also, at this point, I'm going to be highly disappointed if the name of this episode is not Space Dr. Ball Cream. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's certainly a contender. I've got a star next to it in the notes. Although, like I said, I'm doing a real bad job of notes tonight. I just, so I, st I started late and I'm trying to play catch up and that means that I'm missing a lot of possible notes to write down. And that's rough for the first episode because that's more of a second episode vibe. So I don't know right. what's going to happen in the second episode if this is where we already are notes wise. I love the way this plan is coming together. So the point of that whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. The point of that whole thing was we may still be number one podcast in Lawrence, which means that uh, we get a lot of listeners, which means that we may get some sponsors. 
also that my festival went really well and that you know, people could watch that. Uh, they should they should watch the award ceremony and they should watch the the twenty four hour festival because the people of Lawrence put up some hilarious stuff uh, and that's at willabril dot com backslash shorts hyphen festival. Uh, so that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if you haven't seen it already, go watch it and then you just don't get to vote. Like you know, and that's too bad. But maybe next you- time. You can still, there should be a link on some of them to the Ladybird uh, lunch fund because the whole thing was, mm. it was absolutely free, but people could donate a, fi- a $5 donation fee, like not fee, but a $5 recommended donation as an entry fee if they wanted to and if they were able to. It's a really difficult time out there economically, and I don't want anybody to be, to not be able to participate because my oh, yeah. back here. But Absolutely. It's, it's hard to, I feel like even $5, I, I feel like I don't want to, <laughs> It's to ask people for a thing at a time where it's like, you know, maybe you need to hold on to that five. It's it's yeah. real dicey out there. This is all about creativity and imagination and, and you know, celebrating the fact that, like, weird shit continually happens in Lawrence. And I, I think that's a, a cool thing, and I'm happy to I feel like, it, it, especially, you know, raising it for, like, Meg at the Ladybird is a real generous person and has repeatedly said, like, I would appreciate help, but I certainly don't, I'm not asking hard for it. I don't want people, you know, it's a tough times. I don't want people to be giving me their money and then they're struggling. Then, Yeah. She's she's awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, funny thing, funny little factoid, uh, years before any of all of this, she started being the brownie. Uh, provider for the episodes of Mass Holes. So all the all the brownies have been uh, by Ladybird since I think the third episode. Yeah, yeah, there weren't brownies that first one in the basement of Frank's. No, I, I I think I feel like eating brownies in the basement of Frank's would have been depressing. Not necessarily. I mean, you're eating brownies, and you would have been at a comedy show. But at the same time, it's it wasn't the optimal location for eating, necessarily. Let me rephrase. Maybe instead of depressing, what I mean is incredibly unsanitary. Unsanitary, yeah. Or at least, you know, less sanitary than I would recommend, or that probably a space doctor would recommend. You know what? That actually leads me to my next question, uh, which I've been waiting for a couple of weeks to ask, which is, how sanitary would you recommend? Uh, I mean, uh, these days vary, but lots of days, you know, at least marginally, like, I feel like I I want like a majority sanitary, even if it's just like, you know, 51%, like, you know, just, just bare majority sanitary. I like at least that, at least that, but these days, like, let's try to crack that number up a bunch of people, you know, like on a scale of, of one to 10 with one being uh, not sanitary at all, and 10 being the most sanitary, what number would you choose? Today? To, well, in gen- yeah, yeah. These days? I, w- I mean, I would really go, I would I would say, I mean, a 10, really, but, like, at least an 8. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, you know, I'll I'll slip here and there with things. I'll, I'll do maybe not the absolute safest recommended version of a few things, like, uh, but at the same time, I'm definitely <laughs> keeping it pretty sanitary. Using, yeah. using a lot of sanitizer, doing a lot of hand washing, doing a lot of mask wearing, that kind of thing. But, you know, maybe I'm yeah. touching my phone and 
when I, in between times when I probably shouldn't have or haven't cleaned it. Um, it's hard. Eternal vigilance is difficult. Let me let me ask you a, a sanitary question. Okay, <laughs> you uh, you wake up in the morning and um, decide you have to go to the bathroom, and so the best thing you decide to do is take off all your clothes and then pee on the wall next to the bathroom. Uh, somebody comes along and points this out to you. Do you, A, uh, go, oh, shit, I must have been more tired than I thought. That's horrifying. Oh, let me just clean that up and clean it up. Or do you, B, scream at them and call them a, a jerk and and say, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing nothing. You're the worst dad ever, and you're fat, and run off. I mean, I... If, if I were to be in this situation, I feel like I would go A, but I have a feeling that Oliver Fox goes hard into B. He's a hard... That's right. I was going to say, Oliver Fox. congratulations, you're more sanitary than a four and eleven quarters year old. Or eleven twelfths. Sorry, that's what I meant. I got quarters and twelfths mixed up. It's one of my fatal flaws. Math is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we we cleared that up. So very sanitary right now. I think everybody yeah. should be. Was was that? I guess also your 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 parenthood in in corner for the week. The sometimes oh, man, naked and pee on the walls. Parenthood is a real roller coaster. Like I I I do think that, that whoever did that web series of like getting a, a grown person to do all the stuff that their their three year old did. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a little bit of genius because, like that, you think about an adult doing, doing the things that like that my kid does, and you're like, it's just it's hilarious. It makes it actually makes parenting worth it because you just realize the ludicrousness of the situations. Like we now we now take all our clothes off to poop and sometimes to pee, but like in the middle of the day, it'll just be like showing up naked, wandering around. Yeah, that it was time to poop, and it's like what. You know, try that at work. See how that goes over. You know, yeah, they I mean, prefer you not be naked at work. Nah, and you would definitely get out some questions, and you probably would lose your job. Depends on the work. I mean, but yeah, most work. Yeah. But on the other hand, you know, you also get that, that super cute charm factor where he's like, today he's like, Jack was having a hard time, and he's like, Mama, I'll fill your bucket up. And that was like the sweetest thing in the world. And you're like, ah, that's really cute. So that's what saved them from actually yeah. being kept in the basement most of the time. Well, that's good that he's he's figured out like the release valve. Yeah, no, he's, he's the, definitely the got that. The cuteness release valve. The cuteness release valve is a real thing and it really works. But I guess that also works for, for adults too, uh, just in sort of a different, more uh, sort of conniving sort of way. It also, I would say, is much less effective. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if, if Trump tried pulling the, like, I want to fill your bucket up, that, that's not going to fly. That's definitely not going to fly. I would assume that was a threat. <laughs> and also, like, wh- why is he in your bedroom? Um, well, yeah. I, I guess if I had a pick That's another threat, frankly. If I if like you gave me a quiz and it's like president most likely to achieve peace in the Middle East blah 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 president most likely to you know uh, provide a robust economy in the 19th century president most likely and there were like eight like president most likely to 
and mm-hmm. one of them was like president most likely to show up in your bedroom in the middle of the afternoon and tell you he would fill your bucket up uh, trump would be at the top of that list very uh, can't I, think of another president he'd be a finalist yeah, i mean i, I mean andrew jackson maybe Andrew Jackson would not fill your bucket up. I mean, I think I, I think he would metaphorically say it as a threat if he he randomly show up at your house like drunk on whiskey or something and be like, "I'm right. gonna fill your bucket up," you know. I I'd say Ulysses Grant He's would run by and be like, "I would I would fill your bucket up, baby." Mm-hmm. Um, that's really more of a Ulysses S. Grant thing. But, yeah, he was um, also yeah, yeah like to drink. Right. I wasn't. I wasn't looking back quite far enough. Um, I mean, I'm certainly not. I'm not arguing that one of them would take the number one slot over over a Trump. But I'm I'm just thinking like, what are the what are like the top five or or whatever, or at I least they're in the running. Abraham Lincoln filled the the buckets of a nation up, but he never had to talk about it. He would knock before he came into your house, let alone your bedroom. He would knock to be let in. He would he would you know. He would he would kind of yeah. you know he would knock and then he would take the hat off and be like sorry to trouble you and 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 ask to, if if you had time if you could come in and then he would offer to fill your bucket I think at some point in there but politely politely um, yeah some polite chat you know <laughs> uh, well I think that opens up our our, our take it to the people uh, segment um, are you, what kind of presidents uh, how how do presidents fill up your bucket. Uh, tell your favorite president's uh, bucket filling story and hashtag double deuce president bucket or just TD president bucket and tell us your story. We'd love to know. We'll read them all the next time we record a show. <laughs> that was a weird tangent, man. It got weird. It's right so, at the end. <laughs> I think we're about to hit the hit the the wall. Oh, oh shit, we are. That's right. This is that's all the time we have for today. But thanks for joining us for this rollicking rollicking yeah. episode. It got a bit rollicking, frankly. We went from space ball doctors to presidential bucket filling mm-hmm. to the festival to the the, the wonders of um of Lady Bird Diner and what they do. You know, we covered it all. We covered it all. But I would like to say one more time, willaverill.com backslash shorts hyphen festival. And if you want to give a donation to the Lady Bird Sack Lunch Fund after watching all of that, feel free to. The links are uh, on the festival website. Yeah. Uh, Double deuce? I guess that's it. Yeah, we sort of. Yeah, yeah. Double deuce. Double, double deuce. Double your deuce. Double deuce. Double deuce. Double deuce. Double deuce. Double deuce. 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 Double. Double deuce. Double deuce. Double deuce. Double deuce. Double. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad. This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good.
And on the inside. Yep. And the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs>